fact that they understand the principles that the kingdom operates by, they are able to get things done. It's like two people who are driving cars. Same car, same power, same everything. One knows how to start the engine and then accelerate. The other one knows how to push the car. Are you with me? So one is pushing the car. The other one is driving the car, accelerating. Who do you think will get there first? The one who knows the principles. The one who knows how the machine works. So if you don't know how, how the principle works or you don't know the principles or the mystery around the principles, you will never be able to get the thing to work. And you would always complain. Why isn't the thing working? Why is it that I'm, I'm praying but nothing is happening? I am believing God but nothing is happening. I am doing all of this but nothing is happening. I'll show you why you are praying and nothing is happening. Because it all operates in a triangle. And God accepts that triangle. God respects that order. God honors that order. And so until you begin to honor the order that God honors, he will never honor what you are expecting. Amen. So we started from Amos 3, 7. Let's go back there and quickly I'll start going through. Amos chapter 3, verse 7. If you want to be able to get this thing to work well, know how to operate with your gift. Know how to relate with your gift. And today I'll go into it a bit, and then if there's time, you'll get it. Surely the Lord God does nothing. Surely the Lord God does nothing. Unless he reveals his secret to his servants, the prophets. So if, if God if God has given you a gift or his gift as your prophet or your pastor or your leader, and the Bible is saying that surely the Lord God does nothing unless he reveals his secret to his servants or his gift, the prophet, that means that the person you are submitting to or the person who God has given you as your gift has a lot of rights in the things that God does in your life. That means that the person that you, you, you submit to as your father, the person you submit to as your pastor, the person you submit to as your head or your leader, has a lot of say in what happens in and to your life. Hello? So once you have accepted that this is my gift, this is the person I submit to, this is the man I call my father in ministry. This is the man I call my spiritual head or my spiritual leader. As long as you have decided that I am submitting to this one, what you are saying is that my connection or my triangle includes him. Everybody has that triangle. Everybody has that triangle. Unless you have not submitted to anybody. Unless you have not asked anybody that I'm, I am, I am, you are my pastor. Unless you don't see anybody as your pastor. Unless you don't follow anybody as your gift. But if as long as you are serving God in a church under a man of God, God has given you a gift. And like I said earlier, I said that, that one of the things you must do is accept that God gave you this person as your gift. And accept also that God brought you to this person. You didn't carry yourself to the person. So for me, I accepted a long time ago that the people that I submit to, they are not people that I decided to carry myself to. God ordered my steps to them. And so I see them in a different way. So now let me go back here. Surely the Lord God does nothing unless he reveals his secret to his servants, the prophets. What it also means to me is that in dealing with your gift, in dealing with your prophet, in dealing with your pastor, it, has, it doesn't have to be a relationship of argument. It, it, no, you don't have to argue. You don't argue with your pastor. You don't argue with your... He, he, I mean, if he's telling you that, let's go this way. You can ask questions. Oh, is there any reason 
or what about looking at it this way or I was thinking, I was actually thinking that it was this way. But if you think this way, then we'll flow with it. Rather than say, no, 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 no. No, 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 you are not seeing it well. I want you to see, I want you to, no, immediately. Surely the Lord God does nothing unless he reveals his secret to you. For all you know, he is operating because of the secret that has been revealed to him. Concerning your life. So if he's telling you that, I want you to move this way. It is not every time that you must expect him to explain why he's saying move this way. It's not every time that he will explain and he must explain. Sometimes you must just accept that this is what God is saying. And so I'm going to do it. Hello? You are very quiet. The Lord God does nothing. He does nothing. He does nothing. Unless he reveals his secret to his servants. So that's the reason why sometimes it is very expedient for you to speak to the gift when you are taking a decision. That is why, that is why sometimes it is, not, it is not in the interest of the gift that you are telling him that I'm traveling. It is in your interest. It is in your interest to tell him that, oh, this week I'll not be around. I'm traveling to this place. For him to say that, may the Lord be with you. Or, I had a dream about this, so let's pray before you go. Are you here? It is not to control you. It is not to put fear in you. It is not to make you serve or, or worship a man. It is for your own safety. And like I say all the time, if I want a place that I'll be worshipped or I'll be honored or I'll be served, it's not this church. It's not the church. It's not the church. I can probably employ some small boy somewhere who can every day open my gate, every day wash my car, every day when he sees me, salute me. That alone is enough for me. I can do that if, I, if it's respect I'm looking for. But it is for your own good and your own safety. And it is, the problem is that we don't understand. We are so rebellious in our hearts that we don't even understand some of these principles and we always get it wrong. And for some of us, our suffering has been because of this. For some of us, our marital problem has been because of this. For some of us, our failing in school has been because of this. For some of us, our marking time in life has been because of this. Because I can tell you that most of the time, the problem that you are seeing, somebody higher than you or wiser than you or more intelligent than you or more spiritual than you probably told you that this thing, I don't think you should move this way. And then you told yourself that no, 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 no. What does he know? What does he know? I remember when, when I was building my first house. My pastor who, who, who was not... Um, an architect or a builder came to site. Came to site. I had already done my plan. This is how I'm going to do it. He walked through the place, walked through the place, walked through the place and said that no. Change this one. Put this door here. Put a wall here and put another door here. And then change this one to a bathroom and change this one to this thing. And then he just left it like that. When he said that thing, the first thing that came to my mind was that, ah, nah. is he going to give me money to make these changes? He's asking me to change it, but he won't add money to it. He's asking me. But look, by the grace of God and the wisdom of God, I made those changes. It, was, it, it probably cost me a little more, but that change was a blessing to me because by the time we were moving into that house, my my place that I was going to had certain facilities. The other side also had certain facilities that originally wasn't there. And so if I hadn't listened to him, I would have gone into the place and every visitor would have had to come to my room. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Just by listening. Just by listening. Just by forcing even for him to come to sight. That you have to pass by. You have to pass by. Just come and see what is happening. Just come and see what is happening. He came there. Whoa, no, change this one. Change this one. Change this one. How, what is going to happen here? I said, this. no, 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 no. 
That was it. That was it. That was it. I don't know whether God had told him or it was his mind or it was his heart. I don't know. But the fact that it came from him was so important to me. Hello? And I have seen people who are given similar directives concerning their normal life. Kai, who are you to tell me what to do? Who are you to stop me from beating my wife? Who are you to tell me to marry my wife? Who are you to tell me to marry the woman that I've been sleeping with in my room? In my room? The thing, we live together already. Why are you telling me to, to marry her? And I have seen people too who have listened to such advice and their lives have turned out well. Are you here? The Lord God does nothing. He will do nothing except he has revealed the secret to his prophets. Hello? Let me go to Ezekiel. 22.30. Ezekiel 22.30. I sought for a man. I sought for a man. So I sought for a man among them who will make a wall. I sought for a man among them. So God is looking for a man amongst people who will make a wall and stand in the gap before me on behalf of the land. So the land is there. I don't want to deal with the land directly. So I need a man. So God is there. I need a man. And then through the man, I'll deal with the people. So that's the three-sided thing. On behalf of the, that, I should not destroy it, but I found no one. So if in your life, there is no man that God has found who will stand on your behalf, so that when distraction is coming, he would be there. You are in trouble. There must be a man in your life that forms the third point of the triangle. So that when God or Satan or anybody decides to destroy you, there must be somebody there. He says, I sought for a man among them who would make a wall. Who is making a wall? Who is making your wall? Which man or which woman? Which father, which spiritual head is making your wall? Who makes your wall? You decided that I don't want any covering. I don't want anybody to, I don't, I want to be free. I want to be free. I, I want to be free. You are wallless, fenceless, open and exposed. Some freedom is very expensive. Some freedom is very expensive. Today I was having a discussion with my wife when, when she was telling me how at a very young age, maybe at um, just after A level, 18, she and her friend, they said that they want to leave the house. They want to go and rent a one bedroom and, and go and live there by themselves because they want freedom. And now she's, it didn't happen, but now she sits down and thinks through it and she's, she realizes it's very, very foolish. It was a very foolish thing to think that I don't pay rent, I don't pay electricity bill. I don't pay water bill. I don't feed myself. I don't do any of these things. My parents have not said I, we won't do it. They've not said I won't take care of you. But just because I want my freedom, I want to move. I don't want to be controlled. Eh? Because if I'm here, they tell me when to come home and when to leave the house. They will tell me if, if, I, if I want to eat this one, they will tell them, no, this is what we are going to eat and all of that. So I want my freedom. Freedom is expensive. Freedom is expensive. So you are seeking your freedom. I don't want to, uh, to bow to anybody. I don't want to kotow to anybody. I don't want anybody to form the third point of the triangle for me. I want to be able to deal directly with God. You are creating a problem. Unfortunately, you are also not dealing directly with God. Trying to deal directly with God in this situation is like saying that I have built a house. I want electricity in the house. In fact, I am in a house there's electricity. I have a socket in the house. But when I want to boil water, I don't want to use the socket. I want to take it to Akusumbu Dam and put it inside the dam myself. Do you see how foolish it sounds? That is how most of us behave. We don't want this unimpressive socket called a pastor. We don't want this unimpressive socket called the prophet. 
We don't want this unimpressive socket called uh, 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 an evangelist or a teacher. We want direct contact with God. We want to deal directly with God. So our, our socket, we won't put it here. We are going straight to Akosombodam and we are going to connect it to Akosombodam by all means. How many people connect pipe, connect what, connect electricity from Akosombodam? Can you, can you handle the power that comes from Akosombodam? They have to step down the power so many times so that it will make sense for the use in the house. If you don't do it that way, you will blow your equipments. And that is the reason why some of us are blowing our equipments spiritually. A lot of things are being blown away because we are thinking that we don't want this unimpressive socket. This socket doesn't even look nice. It has three holes. It doesn't look nice. It's very dirty. It doesn't even look red. It doesn't look powerful. It doesn't look like it even carries power. But I want to deal with Akosombu where there's power. I want to deal directly with Akosombu. And that's the reason why some of us get it wrong. We get it wrong. We are confused. And the government is saying that, and, and, and physics is saying that, it is not possible. To, in fact, when you go there, you even see water. It's water that you see. So now, how do I convert the water to become the power? So that I even step down the power. So that I even put it in my house to be able to use it. I don't even have that understanding. Can you handle the power of God? How can you handle the presence of God? That is why at a point, he had to call Moses that he should come up there so that I deal with you. So that when you go back, then you deal with the people. And tell the people that nobody should come around the dam. Because if they come here, they can die. I have given you some power that will withstand what I am coming to show you. So you come away from among them and let me deal with you. And when he left and he was going down, the people, the Bible says that the face, the face was so glorious, the people could not behold his face. Let alone if they had gone there. They would die. Say, so you cannot see my face and live. You would die. You would die. That's the reason why I've given you the third point. So that you deal with them. Go through them. Go through them. Because I go through them. I go through Moses. That's why at a point when people were being disrespectful to Moses, God got angry and said that, are you, are you trying to tell me what to do? I speak to Moses face to face, mouth to mouth. You, what? where are you from? Is, is Moses the only one who has been called? Is he the only one who can hear from God? Is he the only one? Is he the only one? This nonsense started a long time ago. Is he the only one? Is Pastor Emmanuel the only one? Is my, is my bishop the only one? Is my prophet the only one God speaks to? Your prophet is not the only one God speaks to. You two go and speak to God. You two go and speak to God. He's not the only one God speaks to. He, I never said that is Pastor Emmanuel the only one. Pastor Emmanuel is not the only one. You two speak to God. And seek your direction. And once it works for you, it has worked for you. It's like saying that, uh, is it only by this socket that we can get power to this house? Where else do you want to get power from? Where else do you want to get the power from? Go and connect it to the manhole. Yeah, it's not only that power. You can, get, you can also connect from the manhole. Hello? You may take your seat. So I sought for a man. I sought for a man. I sought for a man. Among them who will make a wall. One of the things that that man makes is a wall. A wall. A wall. Now let me go into Acts. Acts chapter 8 verse 26. Acts 8 26. Then I'll finalize on Acts 10. Now an angel of the Lord spoke to Philip. Get this correctly. An angel of the Lord spoke to Philip, saying, Arise and go toward the south, along the road which goes down from Jerusalem to Gaza. This is desert. An angel, a heavenly being, has identified that somebody needs help somewhere. Instead of going to help that person, he goes to look for a gift, who is called Philip. Verse 27. Continue quickly. So he arose and went, and behold, a man of Ethiopia, a eunuch of great authority, under Candace the queen of the Ethiopians, who had charge of all her treasury and had come to Jerusalem to worship, continue, was returned and sitting in his chariot. He was reading Isaiah the prophet. So this eunuch was in his chariot 
He had come to worship and was going back. Was reading Isaiah the prophet. He was reading, was reading, was reading. Then, the Holy Ghost realized that this guy, the thing he's reading, he's not understanding it. But instead of the Holy Ghost speaking to the guy, that this thing that you don't understand, this is how it is. So let me break it down for you. The Holy Ghost tells the angel that, you know what? What the guy is reading, he doesn't understand it. But there's a man who is a gift that I can send to him. Who would explain it to him? So go to this place. Get that man and tell that man. He says that the angel shouldn't go straight to eunuch, the eunuch. He said, go to that man and go and tell Philip to move to a certain place. So, sitting is, he was reading Isaiah the prophet, verse 29. Then the spirit said to Philip, go near and overtake this chariot. Why wouldn't they? Why wouldn't the spirit, why wouldn't the spirit go himself? Why wouldn't the spirit go, go and talk to the man himself? Why wouldn't the spirit go and overtake himself? The spirit is going to um, 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 Philip, go, 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 go. Go near and overtake this chariot. 30. So Philip ran to him and heard him reading the prophet Isaiah and said, do you understand what you are reading? And the question sometimes, when you get close, when you get close to your gift, some of the questions you ask, do you understand the life you are living? Your life looks confusing. Do you understand it? What you are going through, do you understand it? Your sickness, do you understand it? Your financial problem, do you understand it? Your, your, your long-standing issues that you are going through, do you understand it? This is your life that you are living. Do you understand it? And when you look at your life, sometimes it's so confusing that you yourself, you sit there and wonder that, how, how did I get here? So I'm sure that Eunuch was in that phase. Do you understand what you are reading? He's reading the thing, but he cannot understand it. Next verse. He said, how can I? Unless someone guides me. How can I? And how can you? Unless someone guides you. How can you? How can you? How can I? Look, when we're about to, when the, the government said we have opened the churches, I didn't understand what, the, what, what I had to do. I saw people sending letters from today. We, we, we are people, we will not open the gates. Our churches are closed. We, we, we value our church members. We don't want them to die. We must combine wisdom and power, and we shouldn't just do anything that they. I looked at it. I said, ah, this thing sounds very powerful. It sounds very, very correct. Maybe I should do some so that my people will see that. Me too, I'm very considerate. Because people were saying, eh, they want people to come back to church because of offering. Their pastors are hungry. They are looking for people's money. So they, plenty. So we had a meeting. We discussed it. Some said we should. Some said we, we should. You know, a whole lot of things. Then I said, you know what? God gave me a gift. And there's a reason why I've got a gift. So I called my gift. I said, Daddy, this is the issue. What do we do? He said that it is not the government that opened the church. And it is not the government that closed the church. He said the church a week or two weeks ago, I've forgotten the day. I saw an angel holding a key, opening churches. So it is not a physical thing that has happened. It happened spiritually. So if heaven has opened their churches, we are not the ones to say we will not enter the church. God's people are ready to go and worship. God's people are looking at going back to worship. So how dare you say that you will not allow them to go and worship? Open the place, but put this and this and this in place. Do A, B, and C. Make sure this one is in place. I said, thank you very much. Do you know that those people who put out those letters... After some time, now they are bringing different letter. Uh, doing grand opening. Grand, what has changed? Nothing has changed. So why are you doing grand opening? It's not even normal opening. Grand opening. <laughs> and the grand opening with bazaar. And we are sharing food. And we are having children's party. At this time. At this time. Rather. Rather. It's obvious. It's obvious. So you can decide that I mean, as for me, I don't. Do you understand? How can I unless someone guides me? And he asked Philip to come up and sit with him. So Philip had to go in there 
and start breaking the thing down to him. And after breaking it down to him, the man said that, there's some water here. What stops me from being baptized? Then he, he did his baptism. Are you understanding what I'm saying? God saw that the eunuch needed help, but God didn't come directly to the eunuch to help him. He went to bring Philip. I just want to give you so many instances for you to understand that it is not Pastor Emmanuel's um, um, gimmicks that he's doing. It's biblical. Now let's go to Acts chapter 10. Acts chapter 10. That's what I want to do today and then I'll leave you. Acts chapter 10, starting from verse 1. There was a certain man in Comte 22 called Cornelius. A centurion of what was called the Italian or Michel Camp Regiment. <laughs> Verse 2 says that that man was a devout man. And one who feared God with all his household. So, he was devout. He feared God with all his household. He gave alms generously to the people and prayed to God always. These are the four things that Christians are expected to do. Be devout. It just said, be godly, devout, godly, holy. And then it says, he feared God with all his household. So he didn't fear God alone by himself, but his household. So everybody in his house feared God. And then he gave alms generously, number three. He gave alms generously. No, 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 go, go. I'm, I'm breaking the, the, the second verse. He gave alms generously to the people and prayed to God always. These are the things that Christians do today. But this man was not even a Christian. He was not even a Christian, but these are the things that he was doing. Things that Christians must do that you, you don't do. Your household, they are not God-fearing. You don't give alms. And you don't pray to God always. And you are not a devout man like that. But this man had it all. Verse 3 now. About the ninth hour. The ninth hour is what time? 3 p.m. 3 p.m. 3 o'clock in the afternoon. That's the ninth hour. He saw clearly in a vision an angel of God coming in and saying to him, Cornelius, it means that even his name was known in heaven. No, it means that the man was so connected, so correct, that even heaven acknowledged him. A proper Christian. He had angelic visitation. You, has an angel visited you before? This man had angelic visitation. And heaven knew his name. And when the angel came, the angel mentioned, addressed him by his name. May an angel visit you and address you by your name. Addressed him by his name at 3 p.m. Verse 4. And when he observed him, he was afraid and said, What is it, Lord? So he said to him, Your prayers and your alms have come up for a memorial before God. Your prayers and your alms. Your prayers and your alms. They have come up. They have come up. Your prayers. So there, there are two things that go up to God. Your prayers and your alms. Your prayers and your alms. So if you are not praying, what, what are you sending up? And if you are not giving alms, offering, gifts, seeds, what, I, I, what, what is being presented to God? So there are two things that were mentioned. Your prayers and your alms have come up for a memorial before God. And because of your prayers and your alms have come as a memorial before God, I have been sent, verse 5. Go to verse 5 quickly. Now send, so, so the man is praying. He needs God to do something for him. Heaven has responded that I have heard. And we have sent an angel. So, I would have thought that if an angel has appeared, the angel must begin to deal with the problem. Why I was praying. I was praying for direction. I was praying for solution. I was praying to have an encounter. Why would an angel come and tell me that I have come because I heard your prayers. If you have come because you heard my prayers, then do what you have come to do. Then the angel now says, send men to Joppa. Why, why didn't the angel just come and do 
God understands that there's a triangle that must work. God understands that there's a triangle that must work. I will not, I will not, I will not dishonor and disregard the triangle just because you are in your room praying power, power, prayer, power, prayer, power, power, power manifestation. So by all means, God will overlook. God does not overlook principles. He does not overlook principles. So this represents the people who consistently say, we don't need a church. Or we don't need a pastor. Because we are serving God well at home. Even God knows my name. He called me Cornelius. We give alms. We pray. We do whatever we have to do. So we don't even need to go to church. We don't even need to go to a pastor. We don't need to talk to our gift. Our gift is actually not important. Because we pray a lot. We pray. We pray at the ninth hour. We pray at the twelfth hour. We pray at the sixth hour. We pray. We pray. Every three hours we pray. We call upon God and we do a lot of things. And so we don't need to be in church and we don't need a pastor. The angel arrives and says that <laughs> your prayers we have heard. Even your name, we know it in heaven. But there's a divine order that prevents me from doing anything to you. It prevents me from doing anything for you. It forbids me from touching anything that you are expecting me to do. But I will help you. You need one of the gifts that God gave, one of the gifts that God uses, one of the points of the triangle is in Joppa. One point of the triangle that you need to connect to that would bring the, is a conduit that will bring the water or bring the power to your house is in Joppa. If you really, really, really want to see this thing happen that you are asking for, you need to send men to Joppa. You need to send men to Joppa. So he said, now send men to Joppa. Send for Simon, whose surname is Peter. Send for Simon, whose surname is Peter. Send for Emmanuel, whose surname is Mepho. Send men. Continue. Continue, continue. Don't give me these screens. I don't need it. He is lodging with Simon, a tanner. So Simon is lodging with Simon. Simon said named Peter is lodging with Simon Etana, whose house is by the sea. He will tell you what you must do. Why didn't the angel tell me what I must do? The angel does not have the mandate to tell me what to do. The angel has a mandate to tell me who to go to. The angel can only tell me that go to this person. The angel can only tell me that submit to this person. The angel came and the only thing he could do was to tell him that Go to Peter, Simon Peter. Go and tell, he will tell you what you must do. Verse 7. And when the angel who spoke to him had departed, Cornelius called two of his household servants. He called two people. That's, that's, that's Cornelius. I mean, if, if I am preaching this, I've preached this, this series for probably a month and a half now. If you cannot become a Cornelius to adjust and move yourself and fit yourself into the triangle, it's your own problem. Because Cornelius had one visitation. You have had about 10 visitations. You have had 10 visitations of this message. Cornelius called two of his household servants and a devout soldier from among those who waited on him continually. Verse 8. I'm just reading a story. Verse 8. Continue. Hurry up. So when he had explained all these things to them, he sent them to Joppa. Immediately. Go to Joppa. 9. The next day, as they went on their journey and drew near the city, Peter went up. Peter, Simon Peter, who they were going to, was also in Joppa, minding his own business. Went up on the housetop to pray about the sixth hour. Sixth hour is what time? Twelve noon. So he had also gone up there. He's going to pray. The previous day, an angel had given a directive that go. He had gone up to pray. Continue verse 10. Then he became very hungry and wanted to eat. But while they made ready, he fell into a trance. Now God is also going to talk to him. That you are part of a triangle. You are part of a triangle. 
So what, what I need you to understand is that your like 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 look, look oh God like like the verse that we read in Amos that says that he will not the, the, the Lord God does nothing unless he has revealed his secret. This is what was happening now. He's now come to this young man and he's coming to reveal the secret to him that this is the thing that is going to happen and this is what you must do. I need you to do A, B, and C. And so sometimes, like I said, your pastor knows some of the things that you are always already going through or the thing that you think God is speaking to you about. Sometimes your pastor has been given that information already. Sometimes your gift knows it already. Sometimes you don't even know it by your gift knows. Sometimes you don't even know your gift knows it. So he says that he became very hungry, wanted to eat, but while they made ready, he fell into a trance. Verse 11. He saw heaven open and an object like a great sheet bound at the four corners descending to him and led down to the earth. Continue. In it were all kinds of four-footed animals of the earth, wild beasts, creeping things, and birds of the air. Yes. And a voice came to him, rise, Peter, kill and eat. All kinds of animals, kill and eat. Fourteen. But Peter said, not so, Lord, for I have never eaten anything common or unclean. Anything common or unclean. Continue. And a voice spoke to him again the second time. What God has cleansed, you must not call common. So a message has been given him. Because there was somebody coming to him who was considered to be common. Because he was not a Jew. He was a Gentile. And the Gentiles were common or unclean or not supposed to be part of the Jewish system. So as he was coming, if God doesn't talk to Peter before this one comes, Peter will turn him away. So God said that, no, I have to go and reveal this thing to Peter before this man comes. So when the man got there, it was easy for Peter to deal with it. Just as sometimes God will speak. Look, let me, let me give you this analogy that I got. One man of God I was talking to said that. When God talks to you. Okay, let me put it this way. If you are in a car. You are in a taxi that is going to, let's say, Kumasi. And you want to go to, somebody calls you. That you should be going to Takwa. Eh? Between you and the driver, who must the person be talking to? Is it not the driver? Because you don't carry the steering wheel. It's the driver. So if the person wants you in Takwa, it's the driver they must be talking to. What am I saying? We are in this car together. I am the driver. You are a passenger. You understanding me? If God wants you to get to Kumasi, and he has told me that I should go to Tamale. Will you ever get to Kumasi? So who should he be talking to? Me. Me. So that I can give you the direction that he's given. So if he's telling you that go to Tamale, and he's told me to go to Kumasi, then you probably are in the wrong bus. You are in the wrong bus. So he says that the voice again, Second time, what God has cleansed, you must not call common. Continue. This was done three times and the object was taken up into heaven again. There was no eating. It was just a trance. You saw it three times, gone. 17. Now while Peter wondered within himself what this vision which he had seen meant, behold, the men who had been sent from Cornelius had made inquiry for Simon's house and stood before the gate. They had now arrived. They have now arrived. They are coming to do the assignment that they were given. 18. And they called and asked whether Simon, whose surname was Peter, was lodging there. Continue for me. Flow, 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 flow. While Peter thought about the vision, the Spirit said to him, Behold, three men are seeking you. The Spirit is. The Spirit is. The Spirit has, has come to talk to Peter about the discussion he has had which, um, um, what's his name? Cornelius. And has sent Cornelius that the other point of the, of the triangle is called Peter. He's in Joppa. Go to Joppa. By the time he gets there, 
Peter has been spoken to. Arise, therefore, go down and go with them, doubting nothing, for I have sent them. Don't doubt anything, I have sent them. So God had already done the work with his gift. 20, 22. Okay, so then Peter went down to the man who had been sent to him from Cornelius and said, yes, I am he whom you seek. For what reason have you come? And they said, Cornelius the centurion, a just man. They are, they are, they are giving you the, 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 the criteria again. A just man, one who fears God and has a good reputation among all the nations of the Jews, was divinely instructed by a holy angel, divinely instructed by a holy angel to summon you to his house and to hear words from you. So if the angel could tell him to come and summon me so that he would hear words from me, why didn't the angel tell him the words? Is it not easier? But divine order is divine order. It, it, it should have been easier for the angel to just tell him that, you know what? A, B, and C, and you know, this is what must be done. The divine order is the divine order. So let's stop fighting against this divine order. The earlier you accepted this divine order, the better your life will become. The better your life will become. Stop fighting it. That's the reason why I keep saying that if you cannot submit to the head that God has given you or the head you have chosen for yourself, run away and look for another head that you can submit to. If you can't submit to the gift, you can't receive the gift, you can't honor the gift, you can't love the gift, you can't flow with the gift that God has given you, then leave and go and look for the gift that you can submit to because you are not doing yourself any good. You are not doing yourself any good. You are not doing yourself any good. It's in your interest. And you are hurting yourself. You are hurting yourself. Hallelujah. You are hurting yourself by fighting against the gift that God has given you. How do you, how do you fight a gift? How do you fight a, a gift? How does God give you something great? And then I don't, I don't want it. I, I don't want it. And then I want to deal directly with God. He must give it to me directly. He says, I want to give it to you. Actually, I've given it to you already, but it's in somebody's hand. I've given it to you already, but it's in someone's hand. Just a few weeks ago, one, one young man, I even started telling you the story last week, sent me a picture of his building project that has stalled for maybe two years. Nothing was happening there. Initially, it was going on. Then for two years, the thing shut down. No work was done. And I started talking about the more of the gift you receive, the more grace you receive. So he said that I took a picture of the project site and sent it to my gift that, Papa, this is the place I wanted to take you to, but I've not been able to, and you've not been able to, so I just want you to see the picture. It's not gone on for some time now. I would, I would find time so that we go and see the place. I've forgotten the thing I said, but I just said that, oh, this thing, this project will start again. By text. Do you know that probably a week or so after that, he went to a function, met somebody, and then just spoke to the person that my project has been stalled for some time. I need this amount of thousands of Ghana cities to buy the roof and fix it. I have money for the wood but I don't want to put the wood there when I, have, I don't have money for roof because if I leave it, rain will spoil the wood for me. So I need money to buy the roof. When he spoke to this person, the person said that how much? He mentioned the amount, almost 10,000 Ghana cities. He said, come for it. He said, come for it. 
And then the person said to the person said to, to him that whenever you are ready to pay, you can pay. However you want to pay it, you can pay. I don't need the money now. Just so so he was, I'm sure for the two years he has been praying that Father, make a move. Make a move. This thing must work. This thing must work. This thing must work. And God is saying that. I have released it already. It is with your gift. Just expose it to him. He will release it. And, 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 and it's not as if the gift also knew. The gift knew or the gift had decided that I am sitting on a blessing. No, I, don't, I didn't even know. I did not even know that the blessing was in my mouth to, to declare. I didn't know that I am the one carrying the blessing. I must declare it. But God had just made this thing like that. So I had to just speak. And then the thing began to operate again. Now they are roofing the place. They are roofing the place. Just, just by exposing it. Just by exposing it. Just by exposing it. So stop fighting, fighting divine order. Stop fighting. I'm just trying to unravel the mystery of this triangle. Stop fighting divine order. Eh, ask for me, I'm a very private person. That's why you are struggling privately. You are suffering in privacy. This building that I'm talking about, another person had the same problem. His project was taught for seven years. Seven. Seven. He also came to talk to me. I said, let's go to site. We went to site, we prayed. Within months, oh, less than three months, project started again. And, and it's not as if when I come, I bring money. No, I don't bring money. I don't bring money. I just, I, sometimes I don't even know how it happens. But that's, that's the thing. That's the thing. It's a divine triangle that I, I didn't create. So I just operate by it. I also have, I also have my point of the triangle that I deal with. So, so if I need, if I need a certain move, I go to that point. I call him. Oh man, what do we do? Father, in the name of Jesus, bless your servant. That's all. Amen, 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 amen. That's all. Then I move, and things are operating. Amen. Things are operating. Things are operating. Look, the things that you see happening in this church is not, is not by might. It's not by takashi and all of that. There's, there's another point of the triangle that operates. That operates. Because look, if it wasn't for that one, eh, I'm telling you, our church would have been killed by now. No, sometimes you yourself, you guess that the church is still hanging. Because of the things you have heard. Uh, uh, and the things that you have said, I'm sorry, we be good. Now, sorry, need switching We will kill this church, and the church is still standing. <laughs> this church will destroy it, but still, it's still standing. And anytime you come, it's looking better. Anytime you come, the pastor is looking stronger. Anytime you come, the pastors are looking better. Anytime you come, the place is looking nicer. Can't you see that there's a part of the triangle that is working? Everybody must connect to their triangle. Me, my gift, I've connected properly. I've connected to my gift. And I'm drawing. I don't joke with it at all. And it's not like I don't get offended, I don't get angry sometimes. Sometimes I get offended. Sometimes my feet are stepped upon. Because my toes, their toes are dead, they must be stepped upon. And it is something that the enemy organizes, that you'll be offended. And when you get offended, you cut yourself off. What have you done? You have just disengaged from the triangle. And I'm in the house. I'm praying. I'm, I'm praying for myself. Who will say, as you pray, you get dried? You are drying up in prayer. You are drying up. They dry. No oil is flowing. No oil is flowing. When you, are, when you get offended and you cut off, what you have cut off, you have forsaken the assembly of the, of the brethren together. 
you are forsaken. You are forsaken. He says that, behold, how good and pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. It is like the oil. It is like the anointing. It is like the ointment. And it is in that place that God commands his blessing. Now they all say, mature me, 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 associate and they said, you can, you can take your seat, Cornelius the centurion, a just man, one who fears God and has a good reputation among all the nation of the Jews, was divinely instructed by a holy angel to summon you to his house and to hear words from you. I think that I enjoy the teaching that I teach on um, Tuesdays. I, I, I take my time and go through the Bible part. Then he invited them in and lodged them. On the next day, Peter went away with them. And some brethren from Joppa accompanied him. 24. And the following day, they entered Caesarea. Now, Cornelius was waiting for them. Cornelius was waiting for them. Cornelius is, I, I wish I had a church member who is like Cornelius. You know, I mean, I wish I had Corne-like Corne church members. Ah! May you become a Cornelius in the name of Jesus. You will love God and love the people. Cornelius was waiting for them. It's like, you know, there are church members that when you get to church, they are waiting for you. When you say we are coming to visit you, they are waiting for you. They are expectant. They send you a message. Pastor, pastor, please pray for me. Please say something. This is the kind of church member that Cornelius was. He made, he made Paul, Peter feel like, I'm waiting for you. I'm so honored that you are coming. I'm happy that you are coming. I want to receive something from you. And the following day, they entered Caesarea. Now Cornelius was waiting for them and had called together his relatives and close friends. You are coming to church alone, are you a Cornelius? You are coming to church alone. Are you a Cornelius? Cornelius Organize his relatives and close friends. You have relatives, you have close friends. You come, you come to church alone. Shame. Cornelius will organize his relatives and close friends. Continue, please. 25. As Peter was coming in, Cornelius met him. Corn oh, God. I love Cornelius. Cornelius. Look, Cornelius understands clearly that even though an angel came here and said that my prayers and my almsgiving have gone up, if I don't connect to this Simon, nothing is going to happen. The angel has already come to talk. Nothing has happened. The angel, ah, ah, also for me, I see angel, I must come to church. I won't come home. I will not come. An angel has come to my house, then I'm going to look for a pastor. Who born dog? Now, Pastor, no, or no, or no, who angel that? Has the pastor seen an angel before? That me, I am sitting in my house. An angel has come to talk to me. Then I will get up. No, I don't care about the pastor again. I have seen an angel. I'll start a church. I'll start a church. My house is a holy house, angelic visitation ministry center. Center of Angelic Visitations International Ministries. <laughs> center of White Angels Brightening Our Center International Ministry. Bright Angels Coming to Your House Ministries. Oh. Oh, me, I won't come. I won't come. It's a holy house. It's a holy house. It's a pure house. It's a holy house. No angel has visited anywhere but here. Why would I go to send people, go to Joppa, go and bring? It's not like go even, I should go there. Go and bring him because the angel came here. Why, why should he come here? Oh, let's start the church. Let's start the church. Angelic Visitations Ministry. And the pastor 
is angel. As assistant angel. Then the, 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 the tree pastor, no, the friend above four. The, the tree pastor, the one who handles the tree service, will call him above four. <laughs> ah. Look, if I was, no, Cornelius is a good man. It's a good man. Peter was coming in. Cornelius, who had seen an angel, met him and fell down at his feet and worshipped him. This is how he valued the gift. He valued the gift. He, he valued the gift. He, he honored the gift. He adored the gift. He's like, this gift has come all the way to my house. I cannot just see him anyhow. He fell down at his feet and worshipped him. Then Simon said, Peter said, no, 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 no. Don't worship me. Verse 26. Peter lifted him up. Stand up. I myself am also a man. Do you get it? I am not an angel. I am not special. I am not different. I am also a man. In spite of the fact that the angel directed you to come to me, I am also a man. In spite of the fact that I am the one bringing the guilt, I am also a man. So I am not higher than you. Pastor Emmanuel is just a man. He's just a man. Every pastor, every prophet, every, he's a man. Ah, he says that don't, don't do what you are doing. I myself am also a man. I'm also a man. But the angel still said that even though he's a man, he's the third point. Even though he's a man. Even though he's a man. So don't say that, eh, but are we not all human beings? Yes, I never said you are not a human being like me. I am a human being, normal human being. I do everything that you do. I get hungry, I get angry, I get tired, I sleep, I drink water. Everything that you do, I do. I also go to extension tea, just like you do. The way you are thinking. Eh. But you, you th you, why you thought that what? You ask Pastor Prosper if he doesn't go to extension tea. As long as he, you eat... He said, I myself, I'm also a man. I'm also a man. But that's, that doesn't negate the fact that I am one part of the triangle that you need. One part of the triangle that you need. You cannot cut it out. You can't take it off. God should have taken it off, but he didn't. Look, when God wanted to reach man, he brought his son. To form the third part of the triangle. So Jesus, Jesus had to come to be the man that I am seeking for. Who will build the wall and so that I will not destroy the people. He had to be there. There was a triangle. He formed part of the triangle. A yeah, divine order. Who will say when yet? Who will say when yet? A divine order. Who will say, I don't care about it. God, even God, when he wanted to save the world, he had to bring Jesus. He had to bring Jesus that will look like you. Today I saw something else. I saw something, something that when the snakes were biting the Israelites, it was another snake that was lifted up, just like the one that was creating the problem. Look at that snake and then you'll be healed. Triangle. Now we'll say with the I want to create my own order. Me, me, I want, I want direct transmission, direct connection. Direct transmission, direct connection. Who opened direct connection? Even God didn't do direct connection. Even God, he didn't do, you, you want to do illegal connection. That's why you'll be arrested. <laughs> but Peter lifted him up. Go to verse 27. Let me finish. And as he talked with him, he went in and found many who had come together. It's like an RCF. Cornelius, we are forming RCF. Now our friend Pastor Prosper said, first of all, you are carrying that corner point of my triangle. So I have organized the people, just come and bless us. 
I said, they have organized the people. Just come. Come. Found many who had come together. 28. Then he said to them, you know how unlawful it is for a Jewish man to come, to keep company with or go to one of another nation. But God, that was the vision that he saw. It is very unlawful for us to be here, but God has shown me that I should not call any man common or unclean. I should not call you common or unclean. God has spoken to me already. That's why I'm saying that sometimes God speaks to the prophet. He will speak to the prophet about the issue. The thing that he's talking to you about, he's not talking because he has overeaten. That's why he's talking. He's talking because he has heard or he knows something you don't know. So if he's telling you, flow. He's telling you flow, especially when it aligns with the word. Flow. 29. Therefore, I came without objection as soon as I was sent for. I asked them, for what reason have you sent for me? Why have you sent for me? Continue for me. Hurry up. I'm finished. So Cornelius said, four days ago, I was fasting until this hour. At the ninth hour, I prayed in my house. And behold, a man stood before me in bright clothing and said, Cornelius, your prayer has been heard. Listen. Your prayer has been heard. And your arms are remembered in the sight of God. Your prayer has been heard. But I wasn't praying for a man. I wasn't praying that you send Peter to come to me. I was praying for something. Your prayer has been heard. And your arms have come to the sight of God. Send therefore to Joppa and call Simon. And I'm wondering that why would you send to call Simon when my prayer has been heard? When your prayer is heard, God sends you a gift. When your prayer is heard, God sends you a man. When your prayer is heard, God directs you to a personality. When your prayer is heard, when God is ready to answer your prayer, he will give you a man. When God is ready to answer your prayer, he will send an angel to come and direct you to a person. When God is ready to say yes or no to you, he will send a man or a woman to come and do the talking. God bless you. May God cause his face to shine upon you. And may God be merciful unto you in Jesus' name. Amen. Let us pray. Pray for yourself for just two minutes. That Father, I need you to help me to accept the triangle. Help me to accept the gift. Help me to flow with the gift. Help me to flow with what you have put in place in the name of Jesus. Lift up your voice and pray. Pray for yourself. 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 Hallelujah. Father, we pray for ourselves. Begin to pray for yourself. Pray that you will accept the gift of God. Accept the gift that he has brought into your life. Accept the fact that God has a divine order. And God will always use a man. Accept the fact that there is a reason why God has called you to your pastor. Accept it. Begin to pray. God, help me, oh God. Help me to accept the gifts. Help me to embrace the gifts. Help me to benefit from the gifts. Help me not to lose my blessing. Help me to be like Cornelius and to receive from Simon Peter. Help me to accept the gift that you have given me. Help me to receive my blessings through that gift in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you so much for your word. Help us to be doers of this word. From today, may we receive our gifts. May we see our gifts as a source of a blessing, as a source of a breakthrough. And as we do that, Lord, may you speak to our gifts concerning our matter. May you whisper to our gifts concerning our, our, our issues. May you put your blessing on our gifts' mouth that by releasing a blessing over our lives, we will be blessed. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray with thanksgiving. And the saints of God will say, Amen. Hallelujah. Please take your seats in heavenly places. God bless you so much. What do we tell pastor? Pastor, God bless you. What do we tell our gift? God bless you. God bless you so much for teaching us about the divine triangle. Hallelujah. The divine triangle. The divine triangle. It is important. I have learned many things about this message.
I have learned that it is in your interest to have a good relationship with your gifts because God will always speak through your gifts. Hallelujah. I've also learned that God will always use a man. The Bible is littered with a lot of sayings and God sought for a man and God sought for a man. God will always use a man. So when you have that gift in your life, have a good relationship with him. I have learned that I must accept that there is a divine triangle comprising of God, you, and your gifts. Hallelujah. And also, even Jesus, God used Jesus as the third point of the triangle. I've also learned to accept the divine order which God will use to bless us. There is a divine order and no man can change it. God has put it in place and we just have to flow with it. Hallelujah. I've also learned that Cornelius was a good member, a good church member, and I must be like him. Amen. God bless you. I see a lot of Cornelius in the place. Hallelujah. Amen. God bless you. I would like to welcome all first-timers. If it's your first time fellowshipping with us, because of the mask, I can't see your faces, so please pardon me. If it's your first time here, can you please give me a wave so we can acknowledge you accordingly? Is there anyone here for the first time? Okay. Tuesday service. Be like Cornelius. Bring your close relatives and your friends. Bring your relatives and your close friends. Hallelujah. Let's be like Cornelius. It's time to take our offering. And once again, Acts 10 verse 4 says that the arms and prayers come before the Lord. I want you to give a good offering that will come before the Lord as a memorial. Kindly lift up your offering. Let us pray. Lift up a very wealthy offering. There's also the Momo number. Kindly project the Momo number so that those who do not have cash, we are pushing for a cashless system. So please, I encourage you to get a Momo number so that you can use that to pay your offering, to give your offering. So kindly give to the Momo or put in the basket. Shall we pray? Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for speaking to us. We thank you for the privilege we have to give our offering. Let this offering come up as a memorial before you. Remember our seed. Remember our sacrifice. And bless us accordingly. May we reap a harvest in our finances, in our lives, in our marriage, in our business, in every area of our lives. We pray, O oh God, that as we sow into this fertile ground, we will receive fertile harvest and vampire harvest. In Jesus' name we pray with thanksgiving. Amen. Auntie Pepe, kindly go around.